Star jump sequence terminates, Captain. Get the gravitational dampers online and open the blast aye, shield. Aye, sir. Bring us in closer. Aye, aye, sir. Moving us in on sublight drive. Extreme magnification. Aye, sir. The center of the galaxy. And there's our black hole. The experience of a lifetime, Captain. Let me put this on audio. We should be able to hear the magnetic resonance field. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. The edge of time and space where the impossible can happen. Welcome to the event horizon. Good evening, or morning, or afternoon, whatever is relevant for the part of the world you are in. Indeed, welcome to the Event Horizon, where the impossible happens. Join us each week at this time for a journey into science fiction, fantasy, and science fact in all their forms. And the form it takes this week is Gas Lamp Adventure, uh, Steampunk, Girl Genius, and the creators Kaya and Phil Folio of Folio Studios. Welcome to the show! We are hey, so how you doing? happy to have you with us. Oh, we're so happy to be here. We are. Yay, Especially since we're fans. here in our own house. I got my first copy of the Star Trek Primer at Equicon 1974. Ah, and where had you been all my life? And I became a fan <laughs> of your work from reading Star Tunes. Uh-huh. The paperback uh-huh. from about the same era. Well, that was pretty much the same content without the episode. Uh, the episodes. Oh yeah, which which were additional material and fabulous. <laughs> yeah, so we've yeah we we know we've known about Phil for a long. Let's long see time. what else of yours have we we known and loved. Uh, I lost a copy of of Dark Tangent in the divorce. Damn it! But oh well, <sighs> I'll never see that again. But I liked it. Darn it! I like all kinds of silly things. Um, let's see. Um, well, the Myth Adventures, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, and we, uh, we, our first show, we interviewed Jody Lynn Nye. Oh, ah, nice. Yeah, so there's a there's a connection there. We keep uh, we keep running around in the same circles, and it's it's fascinating <laughs> that uh, everybody at this level seems to know everybody else. Yeah, well, if you've been in fandom long enough, you kind of do. <laughs> That's pretty true. I've the spotted a few God, you familiar people in the. Ah. <laughs> I've, I've noticed a few familiar faces in backgrounds <laughs> and middle grounds, and Yang and L and you know, walking yeah. through Mechanicsburg or wherever. You know, okay. <laughs> so you've just gotten back from a convention. We that have. is true. We were at Spokane, Spokane, which was held in Spokane, Washington. Uh-huh. We took the train out to it, which is, was a lot of fun. Oh, I'll bet. Uh, and it was an amazingly good convention, although I shouldn't be that surprised because these folks are bidding for the WorldCon, and I think they for would 2015. Do, for 2015. For mm. 2015, yeah. So this WorldCon in San Antonio, they'll be voting on it, and I, I kind of hope Spokane wins because they really do a good job, and Spokane is a beautiful city. I, there was fantastic food and beautiful parks, and uh, I think people would have a good time there. Yeah, it's a great place for a world con. The train yeah. ride, the train ride alone is so just it's uh, it's just an, an amazing experience. Oh, uh, through the Cascades, it was yes. fun. Yes. Yeah. Did you go through the big tunnel? Yes, we did. We went through the big tunnel. My son was going to hold his breath through the tunnel, and I just laughed at him. It's about 15 minutes. Of glorious blackness. Yes! 
absolute, <laughs> the blackest thing you yep. uh, just utter darkness. If it wasn't it's for the true. train lights, if an EMP was going to take out Seattle, that was where I wanted to be, right there. <laughs> well, usually on the train, I have my nose pressed against the glass and I'm watching every foot of the trip. But um, I will admit to popping open Animal Crossing and playing a little video game through the tunnel because yes. there was really nothing to see. <laughs> the view was really, really. No, nothing. I was looking for Morlocks or glowing bats or something. We were the yeah. Morlocks too. I get, oh, <laughs> and front of brothers. My Morlock yes. brothers. So, uh, so uh, oh, you've got such a busy schedule, and every <laughs> it seems like every time I turn around, you're off to some other convention. And uh, when do you get time to draw? You don't. Uh, I haven't Somebody's drawn in a couple drawing. of years. Yeah, they added there was a story. Well, yes. Today. Um, it's just uh, basic time management, really. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I had better do some drawing very quickly. I have some of those sketches for the Magic the Gathering book that need to be Oh, drawn. yeah. By Friday! And by that's Friday. where we knew you from before uh, right. before uh, hooking up with this lovely man. It is true. Right after college, I started working on Magic the Gathering cards, so that was really my first professional work, um, was, was doing cards for Magic. And it was, was a so real enchanting. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. Yep. It was a really fun group of people and, and so interesting to watch the company do all the things the company did. And um, so there's a book coming out now um, that's all of the first Magic the Gathering artists. Uh, what they did was they had us paint a new painting and then they have, um, you know, the layout's very nice. They have a picture of our old card and then the new painting that we've done for it and a little write-up where we spill all the, the juicy bits about working for the company and and then Everybody because they did a Kickstarter. How much, how much more of an artist you are now than you were then? Well, I certainly hope so. I don't know about that. Sure. Uh, and because it was a Kickstarter, we have a couple of sketches that were like little extra Kickstarter um, uh, things that we need to finish up. So, yeah. yeah. You make good on that stuff. Or yeah, so I'll post pictures of uh, of my drawings when I'm done with them. Nice. And speaking of Kickstarters, you are our absolute heroes. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to that. I mean, we... Uh, uh, wow, something worked. Yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had really good people helping us. We did. Yeah, we we did. had Julie Hahn, who um, is an old friend, and she's been working on um, kind of maintaining the day-to-day Kickstarter. Um, I don't know, all of the questions. She's fielding all the questions, all the issues. Um, we've had a lot of advice from um, Carol Monahan and James Ernest at Cheap Ass Games, who um, have done their own Kickstarters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, we really had good people helping. And we're getting everything uh, fulfilled through Topotico, which is the company that handles all of our sales these mm-hmm. days. Yeah. That was an issue for a while there, wasn't it? The oh, yeah. Publishing. I was a little scared, but only a little. <laughs> Because I knew you would always fall on your feet. Pretty much. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've been something lucky. would land on top of us afterwards. Yeah. We'd be on our feet. Yeah. I saw the video of you fainting like goats. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Thinking oh, like swooning. Goats. Oh, I see. There was oh, the oh, oh, fainting like goats. Yes, yes, fainting like Not goats. painting like goats. Goats can't paint for rubbish. No, I was, well, <laughs> always I was, get a sheep. No, they might. Elephants. That was a sheep shot. It was. Um, yes, yes, yes. The painting video was very silly. People were looking at us at Gasworks Park. They kept saying, who are you dressed as? 
ourselves. We are dressed as Phil and Kaya Folio. Yeah, but they've never eccentric heard Seattle weirdos. That's oh. right. Oh, you, had, you had full body tattoos of yourselves, <laughs> except taller. Oh, creepy! Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. oh, it's just. Uh, but the the question does remain: how do you how do you schedule? the drawings uh, in between all of this other stuff. I mean, Sometimes obviously... there's a lot of panic. Yeah, it's yeah, true. A lot of around screaming. If I don't this... get it first thing Monday morning, I'm I'm worse <laughs> than not getting my coffee. Oh, uh, and you know, that doesn't always happen because I do say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but I don't say when Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's what I keep telling myself. Yep. And lately there's been a lot going on. Um, for instance, for whatever reason, I, I had a, like a two-day migraine after we got home from oh, this last convention. So, so today's page went up about oh, an hour and a half ago yeah uh, <laughs> but you know that's true yeah. the simple answer is that we are professionals <laughs> and uh, is that what we are <laughs> we <laughs> are this is our job this is the what world. we do yeah, that's, that's you know this isn't uh, this isn't oh, something we he's he's just pulling up the 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 your you know current page now going <gasps> The page is up. It's up. Yeah, I can't read it from this far away. I'm such a fan. cuddly doggies. Doggies. I I actually kind of want a pack of those guys hanging around the house, but uh, that's just because nobody else would ever break in and steal our iPods anymore. If uh, we had those, it happened once. It was enough. Yeah. 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 Happened now to we me have once. One. They, they took the camera. They took the uh, PS3. I don't think they recognized the Mac, the, the Mac Mini as an actual computer, oh. so they left oh. it. Lucky break. <laughs> I gave it was. That's pretty yeah. cool. They left the Mac Mini. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. They were like, a tissue box. Is this more than a year old? This isn't worth anything. Yeah. That's what my Mac dealer says anyway. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah, but who thinks they? You know, the Grinch is going to know that. That's yeah. true. Yeah. 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 It's uh. Oh. So do you do yep. you do your work in pencil and then scan it in? Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, How we. Cool is that? <laughs> Phil, Phil draws it. I scan it. Um, Phil does a little cleanup in Photoshop. We send it to Cheyenne Wright, who is our uh, digital painter. He makes it all pretty and colorful. In the meantime, I letter it on Illustrator, uh, Adobe Illustrator, and uh-huh. then um, once I get the color work from Cheyenne, I put in sound effects, which I absolutely hate, and then I. Um, that's you know, sound effect. Yeah, because it's funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, stupid sound effects. Hate doing that. And then I make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I make. sound of the world's smallest violin. Shut up, I would. Well, Kaya, the sound effects just make the make the panel. They really do. They really do pop. I, you know, you hate it, but you know, like. Like high school math. It sure pays it off. Pays off, <laughs> you know. <laughs> high school math was fun, but yeah, but I had good teachers. No, yeah, um, uh, speak for yourself. <laughs> yeah, I had good teachers. What can I, I say? had I had great teachers right up until, uh, right in up until algebra one. And then I had uh, the guy would instead of leaving all the steps on the board, he was erase one step to make room for the next. Ah, and if you didn't, notes. if you didn't catch that step, you were screwed. And I went oh, from a, oh, I went from getting A's in, A's in maths, math to getting F's oh, in no. one semester, and I never okay. caught up after that. Don't tell your son. Yeah. No. Luckily for me, by the time we got to algebra, that's when I pretty much realized I want to be a cartoonist. I no longer have to use my brain. Ever I again. don't need math. <laughs> boing, 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 boing. 
Well, okay. you're wrong, you know. You totally need math. But, you know. I have a ruler for that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, so uh, so those frame lines have to be measured out, and it all has to count. Absolutely. Um, uh, math is, I have a proportion wheel. Now. I have a ruler. I don't need math. You have Cal to do the book. I have a protractor. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So, so this, today's page is uh, today's page involves talking wolves. That yes. Does, it does. Well, they're spark huns. They're actually. dogs. Spark huns. Oh they're god! For yeah. fandom is going spark to explode. Spark I just heard spark Three, two, one. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed that every. It seems like every uh, every spark life form that doesn't have three eyes. Has has goggles. goggles that glow from the inside. I am never going to get Tegan to wear those. Your <laughs> point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just kind of like these guys. Yeah, they're they're kind of neat. I mean, they, yeah. you you've obviously thought out the whole uh, the whole uh, uh, clan culture for these these uh, um, raised life forms. Obviously raised up from wolves into. Oh, we like just, we just read a lot of Elf Quest. What? <laughs> <laughs> Elf Quest is wonderful. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what got me into comics was Elf Quest. Really? Yeah, yeah. it was. It was. Yeah, yeah I remember reading the stuff in the, in the mid seventies and. Yeah, you were talking about getting Phil's stuff in nineteen seventy four, and I'm laughing because I'm like, I was four years old. I didn't get it until much later. <laughs> True. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get it until a lot later. Yeah, yeah. You guys are kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? What was he? Four years old when he drew that? Well, no, no, he's just old. I am older than her. He... I am older than her. It happens. Yeah. So I forget uh, what was our age difference. I think it was Mister Knightley and Emma from, uh, from yes. one of the Jane Austen books. The age difference. Yes, that's same. true. I'm like Gosh. forty years older than you. Are not forty years older than I. <laughs> 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 well, I've got to be at least ten. So yeah, he's fourteen. That's yeah, fourteen years old. older. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we've got uh, uh, we've got this exciting situation where yes. they have just escaped from uh, the Storm King's castle in in mm-hmm. the deep in the high mountains in the dead of winter. Oh, yeah. I wanted some snow in there. We the, needed uh, some. Snow. Oh. Yeah, well, it's great. It's great. It's summertime. So need... it's going to be a little Dr. Zhivago action and escaping yes. in a sleigh with wolves snapping at your heels. Yeah, I watch it. Yes, and, and it's a classic. There were no Schweinkopters in, in Dr. Zhivago. And maybe well, that was, that was a deficit of Dr. Zhivago. They really yeah. didn't have mechanical pigs. No, <laughs> no mechanical pigs. They totally should have had mechanical pigs. Oh, yeah. Well, I actually, love... they're there in the original Russian. What, but... they got cut? Yeah, absolutely. I okay. uh, <laughs> do you say that in Schweinkopter with the. No, I don't want to think about it. In Russian? I uh, have no idea. What did they call idea. it lately? Uh, somebody called it um, Hoverham. No, I like Hoverham. I also like Hoverhogs. Hoverhogs. Hella hogs. These guys called them Hella hogs. Yeah, that was like, me. That was Hella hogs. <laughs> yeah, that was terrific. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. There's a lot of animal imagery, isn't there? there? Is. You know, oh, we yes. have the deer sleigh. Oh, that, yeah, that 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 the deer the, the deer sleigh. Very much deer. of himself. Yeah, yeah he's like, very it's impressed herself, with himself actually, because it's the female reindeer who keep their their antlers over the winter. So it must be oh, a herd. Okay. Mm. So yeah, we, we can see here every year. Are we going to um, see more of Mergle the guard slime? 
I liked the sound it name it made. Every morning for a I week. I figure it, that's got to be its name. Every yeah. morning it must be Mergle. Every morning for a week, he would I am or text me. <laughs> not I love you, not good morning, sweetie. It was Mergle. Between between <laughs> Carol uh, Carol Monahan, who's the lady that we just hired to be our, our resident grown up, because Lord, we need one, and uh, and me, we've both had a little bit of Latin in, in school, and so we we got to sit down and put our heads together and come up with something that was plausible for its creator to have called it in sort of pseudo Latin. So, uh, so that was kind of fun. I don't remember what we stuck on know, there. Do you know she actually signs her email with? Uh, uh, her title is is uh, one of the subtitles she gives herself as resident grown up. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. oh Carol. Yeah, yes. I'm not yeah. surprised. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's she's a real find. Yeah, she's come in. Well, she's an old old friend, and she um, used to be the uh, one of the resident grown ups at Wizards of the Coast back in the early days of Magic: The Gathering. She mm-hmm. was she was head of logistics and sales, and oh my. Uh, and she's very oh, very yeah. good. I mean, she's got like the you know super her you know she has many superpowers but one of them is this incredible head for business and pancakes um, so well yeah, yeah. and pancakes so we are we are all set to um, you know conquer the world now that's sort of the plan um, well oh, now you've oh. got the funds to do it what yeah. do you do? you got you well, those funds are going to printing new books but uh, yeah really you were yeah, that's what she was here today grand. she was here today making the big list of all the things I need to be doing so that we can match you know so we can take care of all of our Kickstarter um, oh God, all yes. the promises we made. I need to make sure I get all of the things that everybody's expecting mm-hmm. together so they can have their stuff. <laughs> and um, and so I, I'd already finished a couple of them, and now we needed to sit down and sort of make the list again and make sure everything was on it. And okay, where are we now? And what do we need to do next? And mm-hmm. what's the most important thing? So yeah, we've got I'm not going to get to buy my solid gold pony. You are not getting a solid gold pony. <laughs> no. I read about the solid gold pony. Solid gold oh, pony. Yes. <laughs> well, we can't agree on whether we want Pinkie Pie or Twilight Sparkle anyway. So, um, Applejack, are you insane? Applejack. Twilight Sparkle. <laughs> yeah, we actually, uh, Tara Strong has actually uh, done some station IDs for us. We need to get her to do oh, some nice. pony yeah, ones. Yeah, we need to, yeah, we need her to get It's a thing. We did get her to do Bubbles from the Powerpuff Girls and Raven from the Teen Titans. Uh, oh, uh, and of wow. course she voiced both. Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Yeah, I gathered that. I, I have to admit I'm not really um, as mm-hmm. up on that stuff, but I worked it out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a context thing. Yeah. So sure. you had uh you start the the last Kickstarter you did was f- mm-hmm. to get the uh the twelfth book published. That's right. And to get everything else back in print. Well, and, well, well that's just the getting the twelfth book bonus. published was yeah. the first first goal. The others, and then, then it's you the stretch blew by goal. all of your stretch goals so fast. Yes, yes. people were very nice, very supportive. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I was on the list. I'm waiting for my, my yeah, hero, right. hero Excellent. of Mechanicsburg medals. Oh, the hero of Mechanicsburg medals looks so nice. I, I just never got not the, wear it. I just got the samples from the makers, and they look terrific. And so after I, I am done talking to you folks, the next thing I do is go and and we finally got... Um, well, our numbers are terrible because not everybody has answered their Kickstarter surveys. Mm-hmm. So for the last of it, we're just guessing that they all want brass. But uh, I have to go and order the actual pins and say, okay, they look great. Now go ahead and make several hundred more. And <laughs> uh-huh. and then yeah. you guys will get your pins. Right. I answered it. You got seven times 
what your goal was. Did we? <laughs> what in the wide world of sports did you yeah. do right? Yeah. Well, and you know, and we we're getting to make a lot of fun things because of it. I mean, we've wanted to do patches for a long time, mm-hmm. and so this let, is letting us do some fun patches and some nice pins. I think we'll do medals for all of our Kickstarters from now on because I love doing medals. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, yeah. And steampunk people love and, medals. Oh, and the, oh, we sure do. We sure because do. Because they get they put them on the lapels and they put them on the hats. Oh, and yeah. uh, they put them on the sashes. And people uh, are always I asking recommend, me. I, I recommend cufflinks. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Yeah, cufflinks are good. Yeah, that'd be good. Because um, I mean, I a... historical costume people are the only ones who use cufflinks anymore, just about. Yeah. I'm in military. And stick pins. Definitely stick pins <laughs> for cravats. Stick pins <laughs> for <laughs> men, hat pins for ladies. You, well, I think... Um, one of the things that I have done, because there are a lot of those things, is um, I've made little trilobites, and I haven't got these for sale yet, but I do have little trilobites with flat backs so that they could uh-huh. be then attached to your stick pin or your yeah. cufflinks or whatever, because there's so many of those that yeah. stuff those is a little bit... You can uh, make them all, just a little, make them Just a little uh, a trick with those, just gluing them on isn't going to do it, because... Mm-hmm. Those little decorative heads snap off really fast. Uh-huh. So uh, you're going to you need to like drill a little hole in no, the back. No, sweetie, you're going to have to solder oh, <laughs> oh, okay. We just and like it all right. the soldering. If you make if you if you make them, you're, it's it's got to have some sort of stronger mechanical connection uh, because those snap off really easy. Because mm-hmm. I bought stick pins. I have a Victorian. Uh, outfit that my sweetie bought for me, and he is, looks mighty natty. And we got we got some uh, I got some cravat pins, and the heads snap off those suckers so fast. Well, we have to go into the mad lab, pull yeah. it. You need to teach me to solder anyway. I do, um, I do. But um, a lot of a lot of the people that buy our stuff are into the whole maker culture and definitely know what to do with all the little things. I also made them so that they fit in a lot of bezels so that, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I made them a standard size so that they fit in, in various bezels and, and jewelry findings that you can get because there's always stuff to do with those suckers that I didn't think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we actually built our own uh, mad science lab in the back. In back. And it's for making stuff like that. It's nice. a fully yeah. equipped shop. Wow. I, I just have my an Animal thing. Crossing. I just have my little <laughs> basement full of and stuff. It's pathetic. Uh, but no, I mean we have a we have a basement full of crap that I haven't had a chance to make much with lately. Make uh, it, sell it. Mm-hmm. That way, yeah. you don't have to sell your children. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, yeah, we saw we saw that cartoon uh, last time. Uh, you if we uh, sold our children, we wouldn't have anybody to <laughs> carry things around the house for us. Just just the, the, the song on one of them said, "Can tie own shoes." That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a lie. Um, Velcro. <laughs> you know what? This, this is, is why God made few, Velcro. The difference is, in a few years, the children will leave. Oh, the stuff in the basement. The stuff in the basement. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. It will take on its own life and crawl away. Yeah. Yeah. These are not life forms that crawl. These are life forms. Besides, children don't leave anymore. They live in your basement forever. That's what they do. I've heard that. Uh, The the, the way the economy's going, I mean, you, you almost... Uh, the coffee is getting better. Yes, yeah, it, it is, oh, getting, it is better. getting better. And, it is getting better. And so is the stuff in the basement. I mean, if you make it, it's you can nice. use it uh, as, as, you know, uh, uh, stretch goals. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's been swag. It, it has been uh, it's been such a hard row, you know, for the last uh, I don't know for the last ten years. Yes. Uh, if if you don't do something like 
start Studio Folio. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to have a hard time finding a job. Yeah. Well, well and, and and that's been kind of and and frankly, you've been an influence in our lives here. I've got a day job. He doesn't. And um, you know, we're seeing people like you and Howard Taylor managing oh, to have a family on these this stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that we started the radio station. Excellent. No, we we, we do different things than I you could, do, but the, uh-huh. you know, there's there's still sure. you know. But it's it's the whole you know do finding your own way and finding something that works for you that you can um, that you can do, and it's um, mm-hmm. it's hard and it's it scary, is. but it's when it works, it's great. And well, it's, you also have the same business model as us in that you know you produce something and then give it away for free and <laughs> wait for the money and then <laughs> well, wait for people to give you money out of pity. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you, you, know, have, you have something hit physically upon, you can sell. Yeah, you've hit upon, upon a flaw in the model, and yeah. uh, <laughs> we're working on having something to sell to the nice people. Yeah, our, they can our, hold in their hands. Our plan you. is uh, the big plan is to to uh, have a commercial stream that mm. we can sell to comic book stores and collector stores and bookstores and game shops. That's a non-commercial stream. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be the, the stream that... Uh, the stream that has no that commercials. That has no commercials that we would sell for... You know, that would be the premium stream that, that these shops would pay for. Mm-hmm. Fair we, enough. Yeah. If, if yeah. we get uh, a thousand shops across the country, yeah. you know, there's got to be hundreds of thousands of them all over the country if I'm we get 1,000. I'm not of, quite of so sorry about sure. those numbers and, you know, brick and mortar is well, less of an influence all the time. Yeah, yeah. but if, if we get even 1,000 shops worldwide, yeah. that's $20,000 a month. And okay. if you, you know, and if you talk to them and their uh, and their customers about things that they are also interested in, uh, it's a good match. So that's pretty nice. Certainly True. the music track goes with their merch you know, with their, yeah. the theme of their merchandise better than, you know... Oh, yeah, oh, how fun. Oh. Yeah. Is there girl genius music we could be we could be. Playing? I wish, but... Tom um, Smith has you know, some songs, and we put them Tom up. Tom Smith does have some songs. He does. And he does. And we just met Professor Elemental at Comic-Con, so we're oh, kind yes. of... We have I hope we can up to him and see if we can bribe him into something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> we were so thrilled to get to meet him. That would be so excellent. He was, he's terrific. I think it'd be actually talked to um oh gosh it's sepia cord um uh, the the steampunk people in this area that are really big into um into steampunk music is sepia cord and they're very good and mm-hmm. uh so we keep thinking oh we should go to jordan and see if we can put together a i don't know like an album of sepia stuff cord. to listen to while to you're go, reading pearl genius we're gonna have yeah. to big, pick up one of their albums and put it on yeah. the sepia uh, like the color chord c-h-o-r-d yeah. that's right yeah. yeah okay cool yeah they're pretty good Sure. Okay, an endorsement. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> absolutely sure. Yeah, he puts out uh, mm-hmm. like a best of year compilation, you know, on thumb mm-hmm. drive, and he's done that for like the last two three years. It's I pretty was, neat. They're great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was I was on animal symbolism when you steered us away. Animal oh. symbolism. There was there, there's a ton of it. I just oh, it. bears. Yeah, uh, we're like, oh yeah, we will meet the bears probably pretty soon, actually. Yeah, the bears are fun. Weasels. Oh, I love yeah. the weasels! Oh my gosh, the weasels are so fun. 
the, the, <laughs> the queen of the weasels, the, the weasel, weasel queen. queen. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Is I that, don't know, she was a, she was sort of an interlude character. She, she was. She was. That was a self-contained adventure. Well, what we had was um, so we do radio plays. Yes. And yes. Usually, we we hear and enjoy them. We've, we've mm-hmm. got all the, the radio all plays are separate from the comic, and they tend to be just very off the cuff and very silly. And so, Revenge of the Weasel Queen originally was a radio play that we performed at comics. Uh, at conventions uh, we would perform those at conventions and it's a long one it's a big three parter and so then we decided that it would be fun to draw it up as a comic so there is a comic version of it on our website uh, it hasn't made it into any of our collections yet uh, but it was a radio play first and we it have was a lot online, of online though I remember seeing it go by oh yes. yeah yeah it is online yeah, I think it's on the. Uh, it's like Christmas time or something. Yeah, it was you know, and, and you know, the funniest thing was we said, oh, you know, we're taking a vacation and doing this, and we actually had people, like, kind of believe that, even though the comic was still updating with new pages. Yeah. <laughs> we well, were, I figured I mean, you had it all computerized. Yeah. Well, the joke, the joke, obviously, was that we were clearly not taking a vacation. We were still right there producing this thing. Yeah. Because uh, we don't. People like us don't get vacations ever. Small business, yeah. <laughs> I thought I genuinely I just took two thought, days off. Oh my god. <laughs> I just I take my little my little computer it. with me to conventions, and uh-huh. I make sure that the pages go up even when we're at conventions. Yeah, I was wondering how you pulled that trick off. It was. I take it was a, Bringing the computer to the hospital that worried me. Oh, yes, yes that's yes. true. That's true. We have pictures of me in a hospital bed, with you know, looking dreadful, uh, uploading the uploading the page. Uh, because yeah, my college uh, roommate had Crohn's, so yeah, yeah. I get yes. it. Yes, I have Crohn's disease, and it's disgusting and miserable. And it, it, but usually it doesn't really give me that much trouble. I just um, every so often I get to go and talk to the nice nurses at the hospital. <laughs> Oh dear! And they're always so wonderful. So someday I'll be able to take these rubber gloves off. Oh, you horrible man! You just like wearing those. And he puts well, gloves on the, I mean, the goggles. Oh, you got the bad scientist fetish going on. You know, you up. blow them up and they look like udders. Every, yeah, they do. Yeah. They do. I loved, Everybody has their favorite I, movie monster. I like I, the mad scientist. I, yeah. loved, I loved Crosp's interaction with, uh, I mean, that whole... Cats, I, teddy bears, yeah. Cats, teddy bears, and giant okay. slime monsters. I mean, just... Oh, just, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Crosp understands. And you set up that gag, like, what was it, two issues ago? Mm-hmm. Or three, where where uh, the whole the treating I created you. Oh, right, right. You are <laughs> your master. Do you will bidding. do as I, I say. <laughs> and how that never, never works. works. Uh, well, it never does work, does no, it? I mean, how no. many movies have we seen where they try that thing? And that was a fast turnaround. We got jokes we've been incubating for ten years. <laughs> no, it's so frustrating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody who says Merkel, that, who Merkel, thinks Merkel, that the Merkel. I am, I am your master. I created you. Ever works? <laughs> never had a teenager. No. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> well, my son true. is 14 now. And well, there you go. He's he very good with his mother. Oh, my but, God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a weird kid. Yeah. He's like I double the size uh, he was Yeah, he must be double the, the size I saw him last time. Yeah, he's he's tall. He's oh, tall yeah. and he's adorable. The last, last time I saw him, I think it was... Uh, I saw you walking by in the hallway at WonderCon, and they were waist high. I swear. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't that long ago. They're big now. Yep. <laughs> Good. They can carry heavier objects to That's you. right. That's right. They still, they still complain a lot, but they can do it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 
So there's a lot of there is a lot of girl genius cosplay out there, and I'm yeah. So why not? It looks smashed. Isn't that great? I, I love it. I we well, even I saw it's some a of testament the... to the strong oh, designs, the strong character designs you have. Yes, and, and yes. you know we love going to um, anime cons too, and mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we love steampunk cons and anime cons and comics and science fiction and games and all these different conventions that have a lot of fan overlap, but then also have their own distinct flavors. Um, so we see a lot of cosplay, and it's always just wonderful. And we love it when people send us pictures. So send us pictures, everybody. Yeah, you were at uh, uh, you were at a, an anime convention in um, I got not San Jose. Was it San Jose? Um, I have been to a, a, a couple of. Uh, Is this couple the one that back? was just with the? Uh, I was at um, uh, anime. I was at Fanime. Fanime. Yeah. It was Fanime. And yes, I was at Fanime. Although actually, I was at. Um, Clockwork Alchemy, which is the steampunk convention that's connected with it. Uh, but these are like my two big favorite beloved fandoms, and watching them kind of <laughs> watching them look at each other funny was so awesome. <laughs> that had to be a you know because out. anime people they they very lovingly recreate a costume from something, and steampunk people tend to not do that and be this is me and this is my thing and let me tell you about my character and Mm -hmm. so watching these two subcultures interact was just fascinating I hadn't realized that there was as much difference as there is but there it was funny you could dress as Captain Harlock and walk across the street though and nobody oh sure well I mean you could pretty much pull off anything I mean steampunk people are very uh you know, happy and forgiving, and, and well, forgiving is the wrong word because it implies judgment. Um, steampunk is just very open-ended and kind of, oh, what are you doing? And isn't this fun? And don't we all look great in these outfits? Yay! And it's sort of, uh, a, sort of a state of mind, right? Yes. Than a... <laughs> oh, so and, and then I got to walk around Fanime with um, one of my handlers because I was a guest, so I had a guest handler because right. you know, otherwise I might run loose or something. And, and <laughs> yeah. so we, but it was fun, you know. And so he and I walked around the anime con and. Yeah. And I kept saying, oh, that's from such and such, and that's from such and such. And he'd be like, how do you know all these? And I'm like, because I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the things that just mystifies me. I mean, uh, 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 if you want to be into anime, you really have to immerse yourself because I, every one of these costumes, it's like they're immaculate and they're perfect. Mm-hmm. And they're like some character that appeared in one scene of one film seven years ago. And, you know. <laughs> well, and you know, I don't know everybody. I mean, I don't know all the outfits, but I know a lot of them. Well, if you'd, uh, live, you'd grown up in Japan, it would just be, you know, what was on TV. And, I didn't grow up in Japan. Well, I know she didn't. But, okay. So, uh, <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, but it's, you know, and it's also just, I mean, if it's something you love, you just, you pick it up over... Yeah. You know, Excuse me, you could, you, you could pick up on any costume that was in original Star Trek. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You got yeah. me. See, and I'd be like, wait, what? Who's that now? Yeah. <laughs> so, That's because you haven't seen it rerun I, 20 years. I've seen times. a lot of it, though, because Star Trek is one of those things that was always there as a child. I don't oh, yeah. remember not knowing who Mr. Spock was. And I, I do remember being very puzzled by the Dr. Spock book that my mother had on the shelf. <laughs> Uh, and having to have it explained to me because I was like, but I thought TV, what? You know? <laughs> yeah, Different I guy. sort of had the same experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no, so it was just always there. 
Who are what are you? you talking about? You got spanked. Well, yeah, but I don't think there's a lot of Spock <laughs> in your life that without pointed ears. Okay. Oh, was was uh, okay. I mean, you know, I never actually read Doctor Spock's books. I read um. Oh gosh, what's the one? All that attachment parenting that was popular when I was a kid. Oh, oh, the uh, when I was a kid, stuff. no, sorry, yeah, Doctor Sears. When when my children were new, I should say, not when I was a that's kid. That's a whole different thing. That's just, I mean, that's another ball of crazy. But you know, but it had a lot of good stuff in it too. You just you, you sure don't boil the baby. Don't boil the baby is always good, good advice. Yeah. yeah. So you um you know you read them all and then you take what you get from it. Sure. Yeah, babies babies should be uh, simmered over a low heat. Yeah, and so far, no, if they haven't been so weaned so yet, you can grill them. After yeah. they've been weaned, they're too tough. No, you grill them when they're teenagers. Where have you been? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just told my mom I was off playing D&D somewhere, and, you know, she was really <laughs> she nice. She thought you were flashing yeah. back. <laughs> Usually was off playing D&D somewhere, but... Yeah. <laughs> You weren't taking advantage of the meeting. I certainly wasn't, but I was off in a house full of boys all night long playing d and I'm afraid, because, you know, yeah. we were boring in a lot of ways, but, um, you know, yeah. 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 Well, well, they all, so, they all uh, chaperone each other. Later. So. Played GURPS later. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So how, it, it does raise the question, though, um, if you need to take a vacation, what do you do? Which yeah, really what, what, what does that mean? I don't know. Um, all right, so so actually, one of the things that um, our, our designated grown up is uh, telling us is that we should take a vacation, and so she's saying, well, you need to like start. You know, she's helping us to figure out how to manage our time a little better so that we can maybe get ahead. For instance, a couple of years ago, we did go to Australia for the World Science Fiction Convention. Well, and from that. that, Phil did get ahead on the pages enough that we were able to go three to Australia. Weeks, three yeah, glorious weeks. Go run around Australia and then come home and have a couple of days, you know, right. before we had to start going, quick, draw some more! I got uh-huh. to punch koala. You did not I was curious about that because... You didn't uh, even hold the koala. You know, I thought the weasel queen thing was something that you had done as a buffer so that you could take you a vacation. Were, uh, no, uh, you completely, were completely taken in. I was completely taken in. Uh-oh. I believed no, it. No, it was just us goofing you know, off. And, and some of it was... I do things, I believe. It, it was, though, a buffer from child. having to think about the main story. You know, what it did do was let us go and think about a side story a little bit and just kind of breathe. Cleanse the palate. And, and then come place. back mm-hmm. and yes. keep going with the main story. Yes. And so it, it kind of, you know, every so often you're like, we have been working on this story since 1993. Uh, every so often we're like, let's do a different story. Of course, we can't make ourselves do a different enough story. I mean, we're still doing stories about Agatha, but at least it's a slightly different story from... Yeah. That's true. So do, you a, do you have like a, um, a road map? I mean, this yes. is all going someplace, right? Yeah. Oh, of the story, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we have a yeah. sketch. No, we yeah. didn't mean Rand McNally, you know. I know, I'm like, you know, what? You know? What do you want me to look up? I yeah. just Google these days. <laughs> <laughs> So do you make notes as you go so that you Absolutely. don't forget the details of what Absolutely. you said like make three notes. episodes three three so we'll draw ago. up jokes um, we'll make notes we do all kinds of silly things mm-hmm. um, sometimes we'll have notes of a whole whole section of story that like oh we don't want to forget this sequence of events um, yeah yeah and a lot of stuff just comes to us long before we can get to it. Um, so what I tell people is we have essentially um, a sketch 
and it's very different. You know, if you look at a, a sketch and then you look at the final painting, it's very different. Uh, but we do have a sketch, and we do know where we're going, and uh, and then sometimes things just kind of fall in, and we. I mean, there's this whole thing with a spider that's wrapping up one of the characters, and the two heroes don't want to go near the spider because the spider is icky, and they, you know, <laughs> and they're arguing. And that was just a total goofball, off the cuff <laughs> joke that we came up with, with while we were folding laundry, like the day before Phil drew it, and and I, I just love it. It's one of my favorite parts of the story, and it really it was not there until very until yeah until it suddenly we were joking around and throwing lines back and forth because we, we do both have a background in theater uh-huh. and yeah so absolutely yeah so well, we'll just kind of play off each other and and then laugh and then decide it has to be in there which is why we never read our reviews <laughs> oh god no don't idea. read the reviews uh, oh. it's depressing no. you oh, think well. you think reviewers were trolls back in you know what a century ago they were all no, no, now we've got a generation the, the of armchair trolls I yeah the internet makes everybody think they're you know I think Dorothy that everyone, Parker all of the reviewers are educated people, or at least people with opinions, and that's awesome. But if reading what they have to say about it, good or bad, is um, is discouraging, who needs it? You're doing your thing anyway, and so you just kind of... I cannot imagine the review I would read that would make me go... Oh, screw this. I'm going to start fixing cars. I'm done. I'm oh, finished. Lord help us. Um, know, yeah. Yeah, no, the, well, uh, you know, the third yeah. solid year of you suck it does, it does kind of suck your soul away. Uh, mostly, mostly people are nice. Uh, yes. and, and we do have friends who look through things because we need pull quotes. And so, for instance, if Alice or Carol or, or Jenny or any of these people says, oh my gosh, you have to see this review. They're, they're so nice or they have such useful stuff or this is really interesting. Uh, you know, They'll show it to us and then we can contact them and say, can, can we use this thing you said about us on the back of our book? And yeah. Uh-huh. And, so, like, we have a really nice, um, yeah. uh, we have a really nice quote from Patrick Rothfuss on the back of the volume twelve that's coming out. Oh, Hooray! Nice. And he's always very nice about our stuff. He is. So. He's a nice. So we'll man. read his reviews because you know we're not afraid. Uh, that's right. <laughs> but really, it's like who needs the discouraging stuff? We yeah, would like really, to add yeah. to the conversation. Uh, a guy uh, who's just finished his first book. His name is. Second. His second book, his name's Rob Soyder. He's also known as True Thomas the Storyteller, and he's an expert on myth and legend. Uh-huh. And, uh, and he really, really wanted, really wanted to be wanted in on, to be on, the, on the conversation. The show. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna add him to the group and it's see if we can get him folklore, in here. Folklore, folklore. He's really, he's really quite the expert on myth and legend, and uh, this really ties into the stuff that you do. Uh-huh. Hello. Uh huh. Hello. Hello. Can you guys? Uh, I can see myself. Don't know if you guys can see me. No, I can, I can uh, hear. It's, we're all on audio. I got the looks oh, okay. radio. That's it's why it's radio. Believe it, you do radio. not want to see us today. We're a mess. oh god, yes. My collar buttons are undone and everything. He's wearing a bu- Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I like wow. Yeah. Well, first, uh, first of all, I just want to say uh, thank you very much, Krypton Radio, for inviting me, and secondly. Uh, Kaja, Phil, Kaya, you Kaya. guys. Kaya. Oh yeah, it's Kaya. It's okay. Kaya, sorry. I'm used to it. <laughs> uh, this is this is a person who grew up learning to speak words from books and never hear, never ever hearing them pronounced. <laughs> treasure what? Is you're, you're not you're not from Norway. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, first of all, Phil and Kaya, I'm not worthy. I'm a long, long time fanboys. We geek geek. Uh, you guys are awesome. 
Oh, he's well mannered, isn't he? That's, isn't he? He nice? is. I like that. I will talk to this man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 I'll give you of answer what I like. Quite you. Right. Quite. Yes. Uh, I'll give you my my precedence here. Dark tangent all the way back then. Uh, <laughs> I cited that one too. The the Winslow. Um, let's see. Scorch the dragon. Uh, Phil and Dixie. Uh, some interesting artwork with Xenophile. Oh, um, you hey, name hey, it. Hey, uh, this is this is supposed to be a, a safe, family show. Family show. Yes. Safe, safe for <laughs> well, one. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but all all brilliant, brilliant stuff. And I just want to say, um, I don't think you guys get, even though you've got many stacks of Hugos, I don't think you get you guys get as much credit for your writing as you do for your art, which are, which both are wonderful. I have three Hugos, and I love them dearly. If you're expecting an argument, you're not going to get know, I know. <laughs> you could go bowling with them. We're yeah. like, yes, yes, keep talking. Keep oh, talking. Please, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like that they gave us, uh, us a Hugo statue to Cheyenne as well, because I think he does yeah. fully yes. a, a, oh, he, a third of the effect of the comic is is how he makes it look so dang He does good. a lovely job on he the color. Does. I, I love the I love the color he puts in. Yes. Yeah. So uh, you guys have already been recording for a little bit. What questions, uh, uh, what what kind of stuff have you guys already covered? Oh gosh, we've been nattering about everything. Uh, I don't think there's actually been a question. Yeah, I'll tell you what, if you oh, think okay. something we've already covered, we'll just say, oh, we did that. We did okay. that. Okay. Alright. Asking a couple of girl genius questions then. Sure. We'll just start off with that because that's probably how people most know you now. Um. Sure. Uh, what's the deal with the Jaegers? What about uh, Gilgamesh? Not giant robots. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I bet that <laughs> must have uh, taken Pacific, you for a well, laugh. Well, Pacific Rim was wonderful, and I loved it. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and we the, had thirteen years to make Jaegers ours, and we blew it. So you know, <laughs> fine. No, you oh, take it. It's a know. real word. It is. Right. It's German for hunters, you know. So. <laughs> right. And, and Jägermeister was very popular even back then. That's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I, I gather tastes a little different than Jäger drought. But oh, we'll my gosh. Yeah, it would. Oh, no. no it tastes like floor sweepings and alcohol. Oh, no, no. Well, so does... They, Somebody gave me a bottle of, of and you the, out a Greek, you, you, the Jägermeister a while back and called it German cough syrup. So you know. it, it is. It's it's very medicinal. It's yes. got a very medicinal taste, and it's and you know I think if you weren't feeling good, it would be a little bit of it would be a very good thing. It's um, true. I think I think no one has ever died while drinking it. Uh, boy, I hope so. Uh, hmm. um, let's so there. You're, you're cutting this, right? I mean, you're gonna like make this all nice and edited later. Um, so here's my question. Yeah. Um, in a couple of frames, we see Gilgamesh uh, kind of Jaegering out. I guess. Oh, yeah. He's got that superpower going on. Right. Well, and uh, also, uh, I'm sorry, I'm drawing a blank for the name for the storyteller character, but he's well, supposed Phil. to it's have... It's Phil. Come on. Phil. Um, <laughs> it's God Phil's hat. Yes. Um, both characters seem to have a, a bit of Jaeger going on. Is there is there a backstory here that that you want to give us some clues on? 
Well, yeah, uh, Phil, uh, the Philbert character, uh, which is Phil's little self-insertion character, and uh, is uh, is a descendant of um, one of the Jaegers. One of the three Jaegers. But he's not. But he's just a guy. Yeah, he's not Jaegerish. I mean, yeah, this is not a Lamarckian universe. Thank you very much. <laughs> Well, you know, anyway, let's not go there. Yeah. They have found that some of that actually... I know! I would, I would, oh my god, science is cool. Anyway. It is cool. Um, but, you know, yeah. Um, Gil, you know, you gotta remember that Gil was, or rather, Gil is the son of Klaus Wolfenbach. And he's a spark. Everybody knows him as just, you know, like this uh, dictatorial ruler of Europe, but he's actually a mad scientist, and he has his little mad scientist quirks. And Gil is very good at kind of, you know, smoothing over the whole, you know, he doesn't, like, really let the crazy out a lot, but when Gil lets the crazy out, he's pretty good at it. Yeah. Um, So it's not necessarily a Jaeger thing, exactly. It's just more, like... You know, when the Sparks rant, they, they kind of... Gil has a lot of stress. Let's put it that way. Gil is under a lot of stress, and usually he's good at handling it, and sometimes he's not. And when he's not, he gets a little... Now, there is some... Loopy. There are some enhancements. Klaus believes that, you know... A ruler should be hard to kill. So yes. let's just say we got our children vaccinated. I was wondering about uh, that. Klaus like went a little extra. Oh yeah, yeah. Klaus went a little way extra. If we could, yeah. if we could go a little extra, it, we probably would too. Yeah. Any trip to the fact that you're actually training your children as smoke nights? <laughs> oh god! If like they could we be, tell, I know. Like like they could be that quiet ever. Um, <laughs> Stop it right now. Partially oh, because yeah. before Carol went to her acting class, she told she read all of the children the riot act because hers is here too, and said, "You will all go downstairs while Phil and Kaya do this radio interview, and you will be quiet." Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and they all looked at her in terror and said, "Okay." <laughs> all right. Um, one of the things I've noticed about your writing, Phil, is you have um, a really strong contextual b- basis. There's you. You tend to. Even though you've got a lot of power being thrown around, people tend to be, you know, kind of within uh, the realm of reason. When your sparks are having a bad day, they have a real bad day. They trip, they fall, they get hammered, you know. uh, Unlike Superman, Superman never has a bad hair day. Yeah. You know, yeah, your sparks. I want to see that. Yeah, your sparks do have a a bad hair day. But, uh, But the thing is, is. Uh, like for instance, when um, they start to create stuff, even if there's only like you know a, an old peanut butter sandwich and a wrench, they seem to be able to make the most amazing stuff. Is there <laughs> I something? I assume they find things. Yeah, yeah. Is is there something more to the spark power? Is, are they able to actually create, you know, pieces or how, how does this work? They're cartoon we, characters. We <laughs> really don't try to go into that. Let's. It's it's just that you know. Because that would destroy the magic that is. Right. You know, Wait a minute. No, no, okay, hold on, hold on. Yeah, but mad geniuses are really okay. like that. You've we known try, mad geniuses. We I try to keep it. Um, usually, there is a lot more lying around than a wrench and an old peanut butter sandwich. First of all, there's always stuff around. You know, we we try to at least. You know, give them something to work with. I you mean, cannot make bricks without. Yeah, stuff. I mean, for instance, in the scene that they're, they're flying through the air, it's cold. Um, so, so they're flying through the air, and suddenly they're all wearing like Agatha's got some goggles and a, or a little hat and a coat, and you know, it's like they were in a fully stocked laboratory with stuff. 
You know, I don't mind it. But I always has a has a pert hat to wear. But what I yeah, loved I'm, about I'm what I loved sure about Agatha going just she was in the crazy place, yeah. and she was uh, she was working with the materials they had there, yeah. and it was basically two frames of flying elbows and some sound effects for like two panels, and all of a sudden she had a squadron of flying We figure bits. you got tired of watching her build everything the entire time, minute for minute. I mean... Okay, Rob, oh, Rob, you've so seen much. me in the kitchen. Does this explain anything about Agatha? Uh, I mean, <laughs> we are giving you credit for looking around, seeing also that true. this is this huge place with lots of stuff, and that maybe you don't want to watch every second of it. Because sure, right. after, after all this time, I think you get the idea that they build stuff. Right, and there was a period of time when we didn't see Agatha when Crosp and Violetta were yeah. like poking around. It's not like she was, you know, sitting there playing Tetris or something. Yeah. She was busy. <laughs> she was inventing Tetris. Right, but there you go. Yeah. <laughs> whenever, whenever we have a scene where a spark is building something, you know, nine times out of ten, we cut away. Yeah, because otherwise it would just take a while, and it would be boring, and I don't know, blah, blah, blah. You, so so we, made, we do try to kind of, you know, not make you watch every move they make. Right. Um, the magician yeah. should not reveal his tricks. There you go. Well, and like I said, I mean, the, to a certain extent, we do want the story to progress, and you know, just think of it as judicious editing. Yeah. I like so, it. It works so for me. So you have so much going on, so many different races, so many different characters, so many different mad sparks. You've got secret agents falling out of the woodwork. You've got <laughs> ancient technology that's lying underneath the castle. You've got all this sort of stuff. Can you ever envision seeing a point where the, the storyline actually ties up, or is this just going to be something <laughs> that goes on until until they clone you? I asked you, Phil. Oh, yes, well. <laughs> yeah, don't necessarily limit yourself to one or the other of them because. Okay. Right oh, no, I'm letting draw. him take this. We do write this together, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Talk my fault. No, no, it's quite all right. We get that a lot. <laughs> no, no, it's still yours. <laughs> all right. Um, yes. Yes, the obvious answer. <laughs> not getting is. out of it that easily, pal. <laughs> yes, of course, the story will wrap up. It's a cohesive, yeah. you know, it's a cohesive, unified world in that it is made up of odd parts, but it is still the world. And we do have a, uh, you know, we do have a, an end for the story. I mean, we know where it's going. Um, We've certainly left a lot lying around that I could see uh, after we said, the end, Agatha is now, you know, off having a cup of tea. Uh, we could say, oh yeah, and that thing in the basement, here's like somebody else finding it and doing this other thing with it. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, there are a lot of stories that could be told. Whether we will be the ones telling them or not is really not sure. You know, that's kind I of up in the air. there are a but, lot of heterodyne uh, stories left to tell. Oh, yeah. The heterodyne yeah. stories that they grew up on. Well, we've seen one or two. But. Yeah. yeah, but what you need to keep in mind is that a lot of those people and objects and things that you see out there, those are not loose, as far as we're concerned, those aren't loose threads. Those are just things that are out there in the world, and the story that we are tying up is not necessarily all about, for instance, the gorilla detector that's on um, <laughs> you know, on Gil's lab bench in one of the early issues. That was just there because it made us laugh because we like the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sure. Although I do want to do the story with the Jane Austen detective. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they get to England, we'll do that. Do the Jane Austen detective. Oh, yeah. She's around here somewhere. Oh, no, that's Mary <laughs> Sucker would be sleeping <laughs> every ten seconds at Clockwork Alchemy. <laughs> so, um... Do you guys have um, particular characters that that you have a soft spot for? The like two or three favorites that that <laughs> Phil has, that Kaya has, I mean, that, apart that from just the, apart, apart from, from the ones the that you are. Yeah, apart from the yes. lead characters. Um, I like writing Gil and Tarvik. I like them together uh, when they're when they're walking along together, or when they have to work together, and I like that that they actually do kind of care about each other, but also are kind of you know like. Yeah. to each other's death, yes. They have issues with each other, and they're just, you know, grumpy and, and uh, slightly unreasonable, and, and their dialogue is terrific fun to write. Uh, the other dialogue that I love to write is Lucretia's dialogue, which is oh, uh, wow. <laughs> so much fun to write. She's just, she reminds me so much of one of my friends from high school, and she's just delightful. Yeah. Oh, She's so easy to run. isn't it? Yep. mean girl. How about you, Phil? <laughs> um, man, girl. it's tough because there are so many different characters because there's so many different things to say and, you know, this way we have a character that fits mm-hmm. any, you know, situation. I mean, I like writing Klaus. He is oh, he yeah. is a tough I character. I just have a crush on Klaus, but that's... He is a tough yeah. character to, uh, to write. Klaus has got, a, you know, fangirls. He's got charisma. Yeah, uh, yeah. Klaus has fangirls. He, sure does. He, yes. he does. Yes, he does. I, I wanted to cosplay Klaus. I just didn't have have the body build for it. It was just... <laughs> You know, I don't have the, the the broken nose and the uh, the the massive that. chin and the wild yeah, shock of hair. I saw a man on the cover of one of these source books. I, I was at the convention, and one of these uh, booths that has all the wonderful source books for costumers and historical reenactors. And it was a, I wish I could remember the title of it, but it was reenactors uh, from I think around the Napoleonic era, and it had a man on the cover that would have made the best Klaus. Oh, he was just terrific. He had the best face. and huh. uh, oh, wow. I should have bought it. <laughs> I should have just bought it, but oh well. Well, there are people like that out But I had to buy a Janet Arnold book instead because... <laughs> Those ain't cheap. Yeah. Um, here's, here's a question kind of off the Girl Genius track for a second. You guys have been buried in Girl Genius for a while now. Now also you're doing your um, your uh, your games and your Kickstarters and all these other projects, but you've had bit, yeah. so many different projects working for various game companies. Uh, you know, Myth Adventures, uh, Phil and Dixie. On that. During the years that you've had various people come to you and ask you to do projects, what's the weirdest project people have asked you to to help them on? Phil, <laughs> so you get this one. This is totally yours. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I can tell your weirdest project. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, the bank machine thing. Bank machine. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. That's true. One of my first jobs was um, I uh, worked for a uh, for a bank machine company, uh, illustrating a manual on how to uh, disassemble and service bank machines. It was cool. It was. <laughs> Yeah. You realize uh, that's probably a collector's item now. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. You know. Oh, you also they don't want the, that going public or people will use from, it. Oh, 
Help that's me true. out here. Uh, Unix. Yes, Unix. I did the original Unix demon. Oh, yes, Unix that's demons. true. Yeah. Um, um, oh, I it have hasn't, to look uh, It hasn't made me as much money as the bank machine thing, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's awesome! You did the original that's Unix That's very demons. true, very true. Yeah. Um, gosh, weird. Oh, you did Ruby. The Ruby book. Oh, those! Yes, cool. yes. Here's a collector's item that you can probably still get. That's true. Um, Tell us a, about it. Uh, well, there's a programming language called uh, Ruby. Oh, yes. And uh -huh. uh, a professor named uh, John Connor is teaches a class, and he wrote a textbook, and uh, I illustrated it. And they're adorable. He drew Ruby as this, you know, cute little kind of, you know, girl in little overalls, and, and she's yeah. on all the different chapters, and it's awesome. That's true. He's working on a new book about uh, Python. the Python, yeah. Python. So oh, that's awesome. I guess this kind of okay. naga. I'm gonna go get that book because I want to learn that language. Ah. And, uh, the illustrations are just gonna make it go that much easier. Yeah, well, it sounds cool. like it's an outdated uh... Ruby. No, it's it's oh. a modern language. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not that old. First it's Unix. Modern... Oh no, 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 like yeah, little demons all over. It's online. If you look it up, you'll you'll be able to find the image yeah. somewhere. Yeah. So Kaya, uh, I know that you have a uh, love for um, trolls. Oh yeah. And uh, I've been looking for obscure troll uh, stories for you. I have not oh, had you. a whole lot of luck. <laughs> but um, well, I like the Scandinavian folkloric trolls. So the ones yeah. with the fuzzy hair, not so much. And you know, <laughs> although I do love World of Warcraft, their trolls confuse me because they're not my Norwegian trolls that I, I grew up with. Um, but they're awesome in their own way. Uh, right. No, I'm, I, I'm looking for the you know the Hulda folk, the you know all yeah, the rest. Yeah, I like the Hulda that, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But I, I was just wondering, is there any uh, influence of your tr your love of trolls in Girl Genius? Is mm -hmm. that where the Jaegers original, originally came no, from? No, no, the Jaegers came from a kind of a goofball sideways conversation that we had. But um, no, not a lot of the troll stuff specifically, although definitely a lot of folklore um, and a lot of story tropes do wind up in there. Um, for instance... You know, early on we had a character, he's dead now, but we had a character who knew his stories, and, and so he was just like, oh, well, I expect a princess, or possibly a monster, or maybe both, because that's what you expect, and uh, so, you know, because I really like folklore, and I really like fairy tales, and, and stories, um, we oh, certainly sure. get a lot of things in the book that follow certain patterns or have certain aspects to them. I mean, you know, just now, oh, we have a, you know, we have a mechanical reindeer pulling a swan sled because I just decided that we, we needed that. It would be, it would be cool. And, Absolutely. And, you know, mechanical pigs are cool. I don't remember who's the mechanical <laughs> pig were, but, yeah, one of us was like, mechanical pigs are probably a good idea, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, uh, the whole idea of, you know, when pigs fly. Well, there oh, we go. There we go. Well, well and, you I know, got, I, I got a carriage and they Got, you know, yeah. And you know, it wasn't intentional, but now that I'm looking at the sleigh with the flying reindeer, or I mean, the reindeer isn't flying, and the four pigs, I'm having Hogfather <laughs> flashbacks. I was about right. to have Hogfather, and I'm like, end, oh end, my god, it's know. Tusker and Gowser and Rooter, or what is it, Tusker, Gowser, Rooter, and Snouter? <laughs> because, uh, you know. I love it's a Pratchett thing, and Pratchett's got a whole. Now, uh, speaking time, of uh, folklore <laughs> and archetypes and everything, yeah, you guys are kind of breaking the mold here in the fact that you have two suitors for the, for the. Uh, That's not 
the hand of the young girl genius. How is that breaking the mold? Yeah, usually there's three, I suppose. Well, yeah, yeah, there's probably dozens, but I mean, um, no, I mean in stories. Yeah, generally. Oh, I think it's that that there's no obvious. Yeah. Winner at this point. Yeah. No, no, no. I read a lot of shoujo manga, and they are fearless. Those those writers are fearless about just piling on the suitors and having a marvelous time with the story. And then, oh, there's the one that seems obvious, and then, oops, it's not. And then somebody dies, and then, oh my god, they're just I I just like hold my head and and reel yeah. at some of the things those people come up with. And I I love I I love bad shoujo manga. I mean, it, it's it may be cliche, <laughs> and it may be. Overly romantic and ridiculous, but holy cow, no fear. Just write what you like because yeah. they're having a good time and, and you know the way you're supposed to do it be damned and it man, I love that. the worst yes. thing we can do to this character and then do it. Jap- I know, it's bodice rippers. And yeah. that's why we like dumping stuff on on the heads. I mean that's why, you know, the two major suitors at the moment are Gil and Tarvek and that's why we love dumping horrible stuff on their heads because it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> right. if, there was, if there was just one of them, and you knew that at the end he would I can't win. believe people can't tell that already. Anyway. Yeah. It's so obvious. I know, but oh god, yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Whatever. But um, you know, if it was obvious, then it would be boring. Here, here's a question: When the, the your fans come running up to you at, at the conventions and everything, is there any like one or two questions they always seem to ask? <gasps> When are we going to see Bangladesh Dupree again? That's yeah, what always ask. yeah. <laughs> um, that's the trouble oh, with God, having a billion for, characters. For oh, I love brown, that. I know. Cosplay Jeez. for brown people. God love you. Yeah. Well, oh. and you know we don't have enough of it. Damn it! But you know, you know, Phil always said Agatha was based on me, which is a nice way to flatter your wife. By the way, everybody out there, and um, although my I wasn't brother what? Want, my brother wanted to uh, accuse you of of basing. Uh, Basing Agatha on, on old pictures of me from from age about nineteen and twenty when we were going to the same conventions. So oh, I've, I've got this. I've got I've got this picture. It was it was like a, a you know at the convention picture scrawled by Kelly Frias with the round yeah. glasses and the perky uh-huh. look, and uh, it really isn't. And I know perfectly well, you know, well you were at that convention, but back in the day, many yeah, years but... ago. If you guys but, were, but it, please deny it so I can tell my brother that no. Well, uh, no, it's based <laughs> Thank on. You. <laughs> Thank you. Right. If you guys That's were going enough. to have a uh, girl genius land like Hogwarts land or sure, oh, gosh, I want to go there. It looks so cool. What it's would so what would girl genius land be like for the average person walking in? What oh my gosh, cool machines! Like, you know, Disneyland is already so steampunk. I mean, if you look around <laughs> Disneyland with the right eyes, you'll see it everywhere. The Dumbo ride, for goodness' sake, is a big. It's a big music box toy thing. It has like a wind up key on the top. I mean, yeah. it's just fantastic. Um, and they kind of retrofied uh, Tomorrowland with a lot of brass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 but then, you know, really, Disney has always had that aspect to it. I mean, it's a small world is so hilariously, you know, it's based on this old kind of German music box kind of thing, and really? yeah, yeah. Uh, except you'd have so, to have things like the Museum of Crushing and oh <laughs> yes, 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 yeah, yeah. Ma- uh, Madame Gifka's. You'd have to have the dancing mammoths. You'd have to have oh sure, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it would be a lot of that kind of. If you go, if you're ever in Germany and you see all the the town 
sometimes I'll have their glockenspiel in the like in the town hall, and you stand there on the hour and you watch all the little little things come out and do the little thing. Oh, I love that stuff, and it would have lots of that, only more so, you know. Sure. Yeah. Um, and gingerbread. There'd be gingerbread. Yum yum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and giant walking horror mechs. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Rides for the kids. Yay! <laughs> and have mini zeps. <laughs> hmm? The little mini zeppelins. Uh, oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, oh that would be fake, must Fake have. Jaeger girls as I know, one of the things. <laughs> one of the things I, my character has in World of Warcraft is a little a little zeppelin that follows her around. It's terrific. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kaya plays World of Warcraft. I oh, sure do. Oh, gosh, yes, she does. Second life. <laughs> Somebody built the little following Zeppelins in, in Second Life. Yeah. Oh, yes, Zeppelins. the people on Second Life have been amazing. Very there's active. a, I've never there's a large girl genius uh, community there. Yes, Heather is uh, a very good For anybody of from mine, there who's listening, you guys oh. do a fabulous job. Thank you very much. Yeah, I've never actually gone into Second Life, but people send us pictures and it's Oh my gosh, and... the stuff I've seen is just. If you would like just... to, we will be happy to receive you. Oh, because I need Ooh. something other than World of Warcraft. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. You can yeah. make the trolls look the way you want them to. Ah. There is actually, in Second Life, there is actually a whole band of Jaegers. Oh, oh yes. Well, I've, got, I've got a Jaeger yeah. account. Yep, the area is run by the Baron. Oh, it is. Yes. Who is yep. a dead ringer for your illust- for your uh, your design for the characters. Yep, well, cool. they did We've a good job. have got a Mama Geeka. She's a good friend of mine I've been also. doing this for a long yeah. time yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, this is our... Yeah, we started working on it in 1993. So 20 and, uh, years. We started putting it out in... Um, 2000? Early 2001, I think. That's a yeah. long lead time. Yeah. Yes. Well, uh, back in 2003, we were still doing Magic the Gathering cards. Phil was finishing up Buck Gooda's Zap Gun for Hire. Uh, we were doing a lot of other stuff. Right. And so we were like, oh, well, we should probably, you know, slowly work on this new thing while we finish up these old things, which was kind of a mistake in some ways, but, um, yeah, that's the way it goes. It does. And yeah. we concentrated yeah. on the writing. Yeah. yeah. And, and the uh, both of you and it the really both shows. in your careers, both of you, you hit stride when you got together. That was yes. the smartest thing. Marrying each other was the smartest thing you could have done. I say that all the time. <laughs> Don't I say that? He says that all the time. All the time. He's a nice man. I am Look, a nice. it, anything that gets Phil on a schedule is a bloody marriage. Look at Sorry, I'm harsh, but I'm true. <laughs> Uh, it has it has been an absolute hoot having you on the show. Okay. I, I don't know where the time went. It just um, flew by. Argen- Argentina. 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 Yeah. Argentina. Yes. <laughs> <Dai> Lombardo. <laughs> uh, it's, what? Anyway, it's been a great pleasure having you on the show. This is going to air uh, not. Uh, let's see. Not this it's Saturday, just, but next Saturday, which would make it the 20th. the twenty fourth. Is that uh, Worldcon weekend? No, it's a week before. Ah, okay. Yeah, Phil will be at Worldcon. I sadly will not, so I'm going to miss my beautiful Texas barbecue, and which is killing me, by the way. And I love San Antonio, and so. Yeah. Uh, however, I will be home helping to put out any fires that, because that's about the time that we're expecting the books to be shipping, and oh. so I will be home taking care it's of. It's good because I'm looking at my bookshelf and. 
Some whoever oh. out there has has uh, lost my copies of book one and two, please return mm-hmm. them. I don't know yeah, who we'll took them, and I've the only got them up to nine. So we need ten, eleven, and yay, twelve. Well, right. yeah. Uh, Phil, any cliffhangers you want to leave us with? Mm-hmm. Cliffhangers. Any, yes, special things that'll be coming out at the con, or special things that'll be showing up in in Girl Genius. Oh dear. Oh dear. Well, we better quick come up with some. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, very shortly, um, Agatha will get back to Mechanicsburg, and we'll find out exactly what happened there. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. really looking we'll forward to that. We'll find out. Two and a half, two years. Given value yeah, of fun. in like in a time closet or something. Mm. Yeah, we'll find out uh, what uh, Gil's <laughs> been work. doing. Oh boy, yeah, yes. that's cool. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to know some of, what happened to some of these people. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not like well, I hear some of them are on a regular basis after. anyway. But the whole circus, where'd they go? Oh, they went to England. Oh. England. Yeah. They bought yep. the water wings. What? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, it's not fine. all underwater. It's not all underwater, but... Well, it would have yeah. taken them forever to get there. You know, it's take a step and come up for air, and <laughs> take another step. step and come yeah. up for air. We will see them again when Agatha gets to England as well. Yeah. Okay, oh, she cool. Master Payne is a real person. Yes, I know. Yes. I've met him. Yeah. He came yeah. down for a SCA 12th night and performed yeah. once. Oh, yeah. He's a he real person. magic a giggle. He is our children's godfather, which is hilarious if you know pain. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. I am responsible for their religious instruction, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They believe in magic. That's what they. Come on, Folio. Thank you so much. It's thank been, you. Yeah, it's been thank great. you for, from, from all your fans for, for many years uh, for fantastic writing and fantastic art for both of you. Thank you so much. And thank, thank you for. Uh, the consulate Ooh, of Europa Wolfenbach, uh, <laughs> and and all the fans of your work at Krypton Radio. Yay. Cool. Thank you, everyone. Uh, this all has right. been a Krypton Radio production. This has been episode twenty-seven of Krypton Radio's weekly production of The Event Horizon for August twenty-fourth, two thousand thirteen. Our guests this week have been the very wonderful, amazing, fun, and gracious Phil and Kaya Folio, creators of the Gaslamp Mad Science comic adventure series Girl Genius. Your hosts were station manager Gene Turnbow, executive producer Susan Fox, and science fiction novelist Rob Souter, a.k.a. the voice of legend. This episode will air again on Sunday, August 25th at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. The Event Horizon title sequence was written and produced by Gene Turnbow. The part of the science officer was played by renowned science fiction illustrator Mark Schurmeister. The part of the engineer was played by fandom dignitary Christian B. McGuire. The navigator was played by Corsair's closet producer Christine Cherry, and the role of the captain was voiced by science fiction novelist Larry Niven. This program and its contents are copyright 2013 by the Krypton Media Group Incorporated. Stay tuned for more great music and tonight's episode of X-1. The Event Horizon. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi. <laughs>